0: Milburger's Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Milburger's Landscaping and Nursery. On 9:30 a.m., the answer. Ready? <laughs>
1: Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Rick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Yes, sir. Yeah, the little
2: kids and their pumpkins are
1: at it again today. Yes, they are. There's
3: a <laughs>
2: lots so
1: We saw two families now. They're leaving with a bunch of pumpkins. And, yeah. and let's see if she picked out a little pumpkin for herself. <laughs> I think she did.
2: I'm uh, surprised that uh, the the ma- a- weird formed or odd shaped. Uh, small pumpkins are not. Uh.
1: And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. It's ten. Uh, it's 12.03 on the 12th of uh, October. We're here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Forty Road. And just checking to see if Al is hearing us okay. Uh, and the number for you to call to be a part of the show is 210-308-8867, 210 308 Eighty-eight, sixty-seven, and uh, you can come on out to mill burgers and uh visit with admin yeah it is happening today there's lots of activities david is finishing up his presentation on planting trees the nursery is uh, full of all kinds of beautiful uh, trees and stuff uh, lots of citrus you pointed out
3: oh yeah okay
1: pretty yeah it is there's lots and the pumpkin patch looks great and perennials
4: right. everywhere including uh, the favorite butterfly plants and Milton hadn't got on his
2: shorts today. I do not have on my shorts today. No, so he has the uh, short sleeve shirt.
4: I think well, there's a little wren that landed right down there. Oh, bro, the
2: I had a wren fly in my house yesterday. Oh no!
4: Huh. <laughs> well, the wren so that's, that's better the, than a bat. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: I opened the uh, sliding glass door to let him out, let him him or her out, and uh, it flew into the into the glass inside and i guess it knocked itself out because it was still alive Uh so i quick picked it up and put it outside and i guess it flew away
4: yeah they are they're cute little things uh, they get in my greenhouse yeah right off uh, it's kind of like uh well i wanted to explore this and you finally opened the door (laughs) so let me in let me in Yeah, they're uh,
2: they're flying around pretty good. Uh
4: well now there's uh we've got two really common ones, Buick ran and Carolina ran. Uh but we've uh this presentation I gave this morning to the birding group, uh they yeah, also how'd that go? Yeah. It went it went, it went real well. It was a great audience. Um uh, but they've also noticed, just what I did, I think we've got two other species. Uh, oh, there. Winter, right. yeah, we've got winter wrens around, and it uh, looks like we've got some house wrens around, which is surprising, unless uh, it seemed to me they've been around all summer rather than just uh, migrants. But yeah. Then, What's but the
2: I, difference? Is the coloration different? Uh,
4: shape, mo- yeah, well, there's uh, the Carolina wren and Buicks have some... Uh, the, uh, more uh, showy brown, but the the f- uh, winter wren is kind of just a chubby little thing. Oh, okay. Real shortly a short uh, back tail. He's pretty uh, pretty obvious if you yeah, see Yeah, this that. is
2: a real. This was a real little one. Was uh, it, about a hummingbird size.
4: Really? Was it long or was yeah, it, it? it was. Eh, sort of long. Yeah, because that 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 one I think is more like a. House but it, I've
2: yeah. seen it out on the back patio. Several times during the summer. Yeah, that so might be. So I the, think it stays.
4: Yeah, it might be a Buick's friend. But they're they're cool. They're fun. They're, they're they get, cute. They're, they they're really,
2: they're like, almost like a hummingbird. Yeah,
4: and they get tame. Hmm. <clears throat> and they're, now they, uh, you can also get them to come to the feeders. Uh, they're not seed eaters, but they like the suet. Yeah. So uh, suet, especially pepper flavored so that the squirrels are discouraged. And the rats are discouraged, but the, uh, the, the sea insect-eating birds love it.
2: Yeah, Kevin got a good article about birds. Uh, he, he threw me off with that picture of that hummingbird. <laughs> I thought he'd brought last week, or so was we, it the week before, a picture of uh, a paper in, because I think they used the same picture.
5: Yeah, but uh, that's a
2: great on. picture of a hummingbird. But it's not the kind of hummingbird we have. No. But anyway, Calvin talked about the suet and uh, talked about the, uh, let's see, Uh, he says they're they're flavored with fruit, grain, and insects that fit into the special square mesh feeder. And he talked about the pepper-flavored suet. The birds aren't affected by the hot pepper flavor, but squirrels do not like the taste. Do you know why that is, Milton? Why? Squirrels, squirrels have, have lips.
4: lips. <laughs> Which is a new T-shirt we're going to print it, out. Again. It, it burns
2: their lips. Okay. You
4: remember in the old days, Jerry, when we used to get pieces of suet from the butcher? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you'd get, yeah, and you'd just they just give it to you. They'd, they'd hit all that beef fat all the time. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, much easier to use the suet you get in the, uh, oh, the packages yeah. now, and flavored too. Yeah, and with pepper. Uh, you don't add; they they already have the pepper added, right? They've got yeah. That one of their formulas has pepper added, and I used it uh, la- all last year. Worked really well. Birds didn't hesitate a minute.
2: Yeah, I feel I feel sorry for the birds hanging upside down. That's what bothers me, about it. Oh. But but they seem to come close closer than uh, regular birds do. I mean closer to the house and the windows. The wrens? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, to the suet feeders, because oh. they feed upside down. How do they swallow
4: Milton? I got no idea. <laughs> Sounds like a study, huh? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll find some funding. Well, you
1: were amazed the bats could hang upside down and not poop on themselves. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> we 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 uh, solved that mystery.
1: Yeah, it's been a while, but we should revisit that. <laughs> well, but anyway,
4: <laughs> how did you solve that mystery? Did they?
1: We interviewed somebody and they explained the. We'll I'll have to interview somebody yeah, again at a
2: bat
4: person. Yeah. So there's a. Bat Do you know
2: person. how bats hang upside down and don't poop on themselves? No. Do you remember? You don't remember?
4: I don't remember.
2: You're, you don't. Do they remember? shoot it out or what? Uh, no. They just
4: crawl crawl up and.
2: <laughs> you seriously don't remember? No. I, you know I go to a lot of trouble to come find this
4: uh, no, interesting yeah. if he, information. If he you know? delays any more, we, we, yeah. we know he doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm getting getting
4: fishy now. But anyway, uh,
2: yeah, these these uh, suet fever feeders. I know Forrest Appleton's got his a foot, two feet from the window, uh, where he sits and works on his computer, and they come in that thing and don't even seem to worry about him being in that in that window.
4: Yeah, we had, we would have ours hang when my mo- mother, yeah, was alive and, and disabled. We'd have hers hanging in the window so she could watch him. Yeah, they yeah. come. They come right up close to the window. Well, wow, and it's amazing you get those—you uh, get some of the warblers that come, and the kinglets, and yeah. of course you get all the wood—the woodpeckers and and the wrens. So yeah, those really w- those they, woodpeckers are big, bigger.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do they hang upside <laughs> down too? They can. Yeah. Oh, do they? Okay. I, I, we got to check into that swallowing deal, Mel.
1: There, there's a little. All right, I'll do our, some uh, research. A little wren
4: is making the route through the perennials. I so. was
1: wondering if that's what that was. I yeah. saw it hop in and yeah. then kind of.
4: Yeah. All right.
1: Well, if you'd like to come see the wren, you can come to Millburgers at 1604 on Bulverde Road. If you'd like to ride the terror train, you can come to Millburgers. If you'd like to warn, and boy, are there a lot of people. Unfortunately,
4: you'll have to ride with. uh <laughs>
1: Yeah, I had to jump out of the way coming
2: up. I uh, saw him. Sp- I back. saw he
4: looked like he ain't sped up. Here. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: was noticing that. It was kinda like everything chugga 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 chicka chugga chicka, 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 chicka. <laughs> Jerry just had to hop
2: out of the way. He was screaming yeah. as he went by.
1: And uh I went to to the uh around the building to the restroom in the back. Okay. And uh, saw all the hay maze don't and have all the people not to tell
4: us more about that.
1: Okay, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. I did not poop upside down. <laughs> but the hay maze, uh, there are so many people in it, because we can't see it from where we sit. It is full of people. And, when and the they, kids are where, having a great they time. Are they, lo- are they lost? No, yeah. no, no. They're with parents. And If they're lost, <laughs> they're all lost. But, yeah, so there's a hay maze, a pumpkin patch, picture taken. We saw a lot of people taking pictures. Um, so, and, yeah. And it didn't rain. We didn't get any rain. So
2: well, the hay in good shape. We did. I got some rain. We I got, got, got some little, rain at the station. I got a little,
4: another
1: trace. Yeah, it was, it was hard, but it was, in the morning it was a soft rain, but, but not for very long. But it
4: was quite a switch because the effects of that little bit of rain that I got lasted like six hours because it was uh, 70 degrees out instead yeah. of 96 degrees yeah. out. <laughs> that wind was a little chilly.
1: Yeah. All right, well, 210 308 210 308 I'm afraid to get the weather forecast for the week. Are uh, you
2: going to tell people about our new deal? I'm, I'm gonna, excited about it. I'm going to
1: let you, since you're excited, you tell them.
2: <laughs> well, the the Millburger Landscaping and Nursery Garden Calendar mm-hmm. is up. Uh, and they're free, right? Yep. uh, uh they are free, but... Uh, They're a gift you, from Hillburgers. Yeah. But if if you would like to donate a dollar to uh, us people on the radio, <laughs> uh, you can just drop by and uh, drop a dollar yeah, off. the statements
4: uh, by the... Man. Yeah, uh, it's
2: purely their own. Do no. not necessarily
1: reflect those. Uh, the, rem- that, too it, pretty to give away free, man. It reminds me of the... Uh, the thing they always have in the GVST. Yeah. The $5 donation is appreciated. There you go. If you give it to Jerry, you will see so much appreciation <laughs> you don't even know.
2: And so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to get this because mm-hmm. people are scheduling things for next year. Yeah, absolutely. My doctors are. Yeah. And David Rodriguez uh, wrote me a deal. Oh, good. To uh, give a talk next year. And I'm, I didn't even answer. I, I'm thinking about writing back and saying, if I'm alive a month before this meeting I'll I'll give you. Yeah, I'll I'll give, you give, give you an
4: answer. This can, did you but see? But
2: people it? are scheduling for next year. Did you yeah. see
4: in this calendar they got the little markers for Yeah, the, those are neat, aren't they? Yeah, for the days. They got different, sti- different little, kinds little of little
1: stickies. Yeah.
2: And it starts it starts in December and goes all the way through to next year, uh, year after next.
4: That's amazing, isn't it, that a calendar would be a whole year? I know. Building. Who would have thought that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll I'm, bet in Tennessee they aren't. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: not saying anything, but I hear some of the other nurseries are giving away like two months,
4: <laughs> a free
1: calendar. But I don't know who. I'm just not, you know. <laughs> No. Unlike the A and M calendar. Yeah, that would be a, that would be a better joke. How long is the A and M calendar? Uh, they have no dates on it. You're supposed to fill them in yourself. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, that could be useful, I suppose. It's <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah, I, mean. well, I,
2: I used to do a gardening calendar, and yeah. then the Texas Gardener magazine took it over. But uh, I did. It was so popular at A and M. Uh, I printed it through A&M, Dr. Cotner and I, and uh, the Aggies came up with the idea rather than reprinting every year. They just take the dates off of them, and that, that way they could use leftover calendars from year to year. There's a certain weird genius to that. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, people wanted dates on there. I don't know. Yeah, I can see why but they The Midburg might... the calendar has dates. We have dates. And, and pictures. Uh-huh. Look at that. And they're pretty pictures. And so I'm glad to have that. I appreciate it.
1: So you can treat yourself to a calendar. When you come on out October 26th and 27th to the big Halloween celebration, let's start off with one of the things that's happening at that same day as the blood drive. Um, and so the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will be here from I think 10 o'clock till 2:30 was when they're going to be here. With and they've got gifts for you too. That's the uh, next week. Yeah, no, no, the 26th. Next next week
2: a big blowout no uh, party it's week after next no That's, okay that,
4: our next week is when we're at the herb festival in this oh, on Saturday morning okay yeah eight thirty a.m.
1: yeah you're obligated to that so you have to stay alive for another week okay you, you've got no choice I guess so check your calendar did with we, no dates did, did we listen. ever did we ever tell
4: them we were
2: coming Rob uh, oh I I I think they expect us to yeah. go
1: is uh. Are your folks selling stuff like they did with the, uh...
2: Yeah, I think they'll have some uh, plants out there. Cool. For uh, GVIT. Yeah,
1: Rob, if you want to call us, you can. You know how it works. You know how that phone works. (laughs) Don't just text us. You don't have to. No, so next week you're at the Herb Fest. We're here at Melburgers. Y'all will have to hurry and make it over here. Otherwise, it'll be me doing the show by myself. You do not want me giving gardening (laughs) advice. Uh... (laughs) And then next Saturday, the 26th and 27th. On the 26th, is the blood drive from 10 to 2:30 here at Millburgers in the bloodmobile, and you can uh, sign up online. That's the way it works out best. You don't have to. You don't have to if you want to just come out the day. You're okay. It moves fairly. And
4: they'll find you. Yes. Fine. Yeah,
1: and it moves well. We've had lots of uh, vehicles in the past. There but if,
4: is. There's that. There. That's a little. Where's the rent? Oh yeah. Yeah. Now that's a little. That's a little house rent there. Where? <laughs> Hilton, he was right in front of you. He went to the to the right. Uh, toward the uh, He's he's moving back. He's, obviously we made this trip over to there to check out the Lantanas, so and now he's moving back through the... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Charles has, has
1: driven off the road by this time as he <laughs> wants, wants me just to finish talking about the activities. So the 26th and the 27th is the big party. So besides the blood drive, uh, we have all the fun here at the Mill Burger. So come we want the kids to dress up, kids in costumes. We'll get a Halloween treat bag while supplies last. There'll be roasted corn and uh, virgin margaritas, which means no alcohol, just for a dollar donation to the San Antonio food bank there's the pumpkin patch the most sincere pumpkin patch ever which means the great pumpkin will probably rise out of it on halloween eve there's face painting saturday and sunday that's fun for a dollar donation to the food bank um we have the let's see we have hot dogs chips and drinks from nature's creation starts at 11 on saturday and sunday while supplies last for a dollar donation to the san antonio food bank oh okay the Terror Train, and much, much more. All this information is at MillBurgerNursery.com, MillBurgerNursery.com. Okay, so 210-308-8867, we're going to take a break. And while we do, you give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Maybe you got a lot more rain. Uh, or you just want to talk about the cool weather. We're okay with that. We're enjoying the weather on the porch. 210-308-8867. Two one zero three zero eight. Jerry and I got
4: jackets. You don't. Yeah,
1: I didn't. uh, I'll tell you a funny story about that in just a little while. But more in a moment on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulverde Road. You know, they say fall is for planting. And the reason fall is for planting is because the weather conditions with a little extra rain and a little cooler temperatures give the plant the opportunity to get faster root growth and faster growth and settle in and be prepared for the winter and then be settled in for the spring and summer in San Antonio. But you may have lots of questions about what kind of trees to use. How do you take care of them? How do you fertilize them? Where should you put them? Should you put them close to the house? Not close to the house? You get the idea. Well, Saturday... October 12th, 1030 to noon. David Rodriguez is going to be over there at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road, leading a free seminar called Fall is for Planting Trees and More. He'll teach you everything you need to know, and you'll walk out of there feeling confident that you can not only get the right tree, but you can take care of it, too. Go to com to learn about this Saturday's event, Fall is for Planting Trees and More, with David Rodriguez
4: at Millburgers. said I see walking in these woods? Why, it's little red Riding Hood hey there little red
2: Riding Hood you sure are looking good you're everything a big bad wolf could want
0: listen to me
2: little red Riding Hood I don't think hey. little big
4: girl should in spooky old
1: woods alone And welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 930 AM The Answer 210-308-8867 We're going to see if we can't reach out to Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control to we'll talk about uh, what's happening in the world of bugs and stuff I know one of the things that I want to ask him about are all these crickets that everybody's noticing <laughs> Oh
2: yeah, everybody's yeah, making the news and everything. Yeah, going cricket crazy. Well, I, I loved it. One of the one of the uh, newscasts. Yeah, uh, had pig, had a video of chickens. Oh, eating the eating the heck out of those uh, 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 crickets.
1: Yeah, that's what Laura said. She said all the birds were eating the crickets. Yeah,
2: and... yeah. Just, they're full of protein. I wonder what the eggs look like after eating all those chicken. I don't know. I mean, those chickens weren't taking a rest. I mean, they were
3: <laughs>
1: they pecking them up fast as they could see them. Huh. All right, we'll have to see. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So we'll... Tell you about Warren in a minute when we get hold of him. If, okay. if he's not out, sometimes Warren is busy. Yeah, yeah he's busy all fishing time. or
4: something.
2: Yeah. So uh, I, 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 you know what's going on right now? No. <laughs> the uh, there's two uh, the butterfly uh, programs at oh. uh, at the at the botanical garden. Yeah, going on. We got a nice letter from uh, uh, Rob Derosha about. Uh, uh, thanking us for the extra push that you gave the Monarch Seminar uh, this weekend. It's all filled up. They, okay. had, they had two sessions, and they were both all filled up. And uh, I haven't heard uh, John Thomas, uh, Wild Seed Farms, is doing a deal up there. with. He's uh, tagging the butterflies and, and releasing them. And uh, they're hope- hoping they'll get uh, the butterfly to get further than uh, uh, Lueckenbach before they get caught. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, the, the butterfly inf- deal is, is going on today for GVST. And uh, they, uh, they, they're having tours at the Botanical Garden. Yeah. uh showing some of the butterfly attracting plants that'll be nice and it's uh given by char Bartlett and it's and albert del Rio. albert del Rio, yeah so uh that's going on now like i said they're all filled up its uh, We'll do it next time.
1: All right. Hey, we're still trying to reach hold, reach hold of, reach Warren, get hold of <laughs> Warren. Uh, but we'll uh, tell you a little bit about Spider-Man Pest Control. I like talking to Warren because Warren keeps on top of these things, and Warren can kind of tell you the whys and the, and the whats. Like, he can tell you why the crickets are coming and. And I bet you they're getting a lot of cricket calls, but hopefully they'll call us back in a few minutes. But uh, if you're having problem with uh, with pests uh, like crickets or fleas, I heard somebody posting stuff on Facebook that their house had fleas in it, and uh, they were going to do stuff. Uh, and, <laughs> and, well, they were going to do treat the animals. That's just part of it. You've got to treat the house, too. Yeah. Warren can help you with, yeah. Warren can help you with that. He can help you if you've got uh, ants, which is a big problem, or roaches. Uh, don't just count on the weather to take care of them because uh, it won't. San Antonio's weather, if you've lived here any amount of time, you know that it doesn't really seem to get cold enough to kill things for very long. So uh, in the house. Yeah, because they're nice and come. So, but so it only wish... kills
4: them for a little
3: while? Uh. What... Yeah, then they come
1: back to life. No. Animal zombies. If you've got little roach zombies running around your house... Warren can take care oh, those of that. The
2: little ones are so cute.
1: Ah, you and your roaches. <laughs> uh, he does all that much, much more, and he's going to look at the, he understands the why, the what, and the where they're coming in. So he's going to make sure that you get a full inspection, and he's going to tell you what you need to do just beside spray so you get a thorough treatment. Uh, for your pest control problems, Spiderman Termite and Pest Control two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. I wonder if Warren can tell us about those bats. <laughs> well, remember, that's how I met Warren was the the restaurant owner that had bats. Oh, is that right? So we'll have to ask him. So also uh, go spidermanpest dot com. Go pest dot com.
2: Yeah, and he does. He he's got some of those wimpy organic sprays too. And they're not wimpy. If he's, if, he's, if he's using them,
1: they have some effectiveness. But when he
2: comes to my house, I said, "Get the big guns out, buddy." I want to see the house glow as I round the corner from. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, "Well, what about your your pets?" I said, "Well, I want them defleed too." Yeah, just dip them and stuff. A lot, a lot of people don't know that the uh, the things that kills roaches deflees pets too. Are you sure? Yeah. Will I say something like that just off the top of my head?
4: Do you really want an answer uh. for that? <laughs> well, you remember in the old days, Jerry, we had, like, oh uh, for 4, 4-H, the dog clubs and everything. Yeah, they'd have the dip. Yeah, I remember dip. the dips. <laughs> yeah,
1: We got our dog dipped. And you're, yes, if you're, uh, to answer your question, there are some beautiful pictures of Blue Bonnets on PlantAnswers.com. Good, good. Now, uh, they, uh. How's our project coming? It's almost the 1st of November. Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> Is it coming okay? Is it still What's in progress? What's coming? With the blue bonnets. Oh, The oh, white yeah. blue bonnets.
2: Yeah. The, I, I meant to check them uh, this week. They, they should have germinated within 10 days after we after they planted them or seeded them. And they seed them in flats and then let them come up and then pluck individual plants out and put them in the peat pots. Uh... What was I gonna
1: say? It's
4: hard telling. Maybe <laughs> we could move on, and maybe we would could miss it. it.
1: Could have been. We. This. This is an opportunity that we're not seizing. You were talking about plants. Uh, you think? I think bluebonnets. Yeah. No.
2: Oh, I was. I was thinking about Calvin talking about uh, dipping the dog. Dipping oh the no! Pets and everything. We should have. We should have convinced and, him. And we used to do our bird dogs. My, okay. my. Daddy had bird dogs. And we would dip them in a 55-gallon drum. And uh, so when I came to San Antonio, I told people never have a pet any larger than you can get in a garbage can. I
1: think they probably took it the wrong way. And
2: I, I don't understand that. (laughs) Even after I explained it, yeah. I, how did you dip them? Pick them up and you you put put a bottle of malathion in a fifty five gallon drum and, and you and dip, pick the dog
4: up and uh, and put put him in there. Okay. dogs. They're big dogs. And some of them, if I remember right, <laughs> even push the head down. A little yeah, back. absolutely. Ooh. Because the
2: fleas will run to the eyes to get water and all wow. the head, but it didn't hurt in, in malathion. Okay. Until, until we dipped the cat. How'd that my, work out? My for mother had a white cat that she loved, named Elvis. Yeah, after Elvis Presley. Uh, okay. Oh,
4: we never would have guessed that.
2: No. Uh, Elvis <laughs> Costello. She was
4: a huge fan ahead yeah. of her time. <laughs> and so
2: uh, it had fleas too. So you So didn't... oh, I mean, the cat came walking by when we were dipping the dog, so we just dipped the cat too. Yeah. It got rid of the fleas but it it inflamed the cat's a ah. hide. Oh no. I think it was a little strong for the cat. Maybe so. And uh you could hear the cat every time he went to the bathroom out there.
3: Yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: There seems to be a focus to this show that, that I'm not sure we want. I'm, hey. uh, yes, sir. sir.
4: Please. I'm help glad us. he didn't say whether he lived or not.
2: Oh yeah, he lived to be a ripe old age. Yeah. Ah. Now my mother about killed us all, but uh, she did, she didn't like her cat suffering that way. But okay. it got rid of the fleas. Right. For years. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and we didn't even remove the bedding or anything like that, Milton. That mm. cat was a
1: walking flea killer okay <laughs> getting, we're know, it's right. next on the agenda yeah. <laughs> yeah. 210-308-8867 we'd appreciate talking to you about <laughs> now 210 308 I forgot the rose roots again Oh, is it too late to really bring them in? no,
2: they're black, aren't they? yeah we'll yeah, no, look at them Yeah.
3: Them. yeah. Okay. Um,
4: but the uh, first of my uh, winter winter uh, vegetables is uh, germinated. Uh, would you? You just never guess which germinated first by seed. Not the rutabaga. Rutabaga. Oh, yeah. I never would have guessed that. You can't kill them. Uh, I look. <laughs> you want it.
2: to kill them, but you can't kill them.
4: I kind of expected radishes or turnips, but uh, the rutabagas are coming up. Carrots and lettuce, no action yet. They're they're generally a little slower. Yeah. Well, and
2: uh, I put a. Deal on PlantAnswers.com on uh, how to sow seed directly into the soil. You know we we've we've turned this market into a a, bedding, a bed a transplant market, and it's a it's a lot easier uh, to do. But some people still like to plant seed, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Kevin. Mentioned some that you need to plant from seed, like carrots and rutabagas and turnips and,
4: uh, radishes, radishes and beets,
2: beets, beets, things like that. But, uh, I gave some people some tips on in, uh, topics of the month on plantanswers.com. And so you can check those out if you want to. Uh, this week, a few of my hardy volunteers, uh, Cleaned up our our blue bonnet uh, bed planting beds, which we had neglected, which is a mistake, uh, and the uh, pigweed or the amaranth had gotten six or seven feet tall, hmm. or some taller, <laughs> and so we had to go in by there by hand on Thursday and pull pull each each what? weed
4: which is not not easy pulling yeah. amaranth that that's that <laughs> oh. and it's got uh is it the one that's got the thorns on
2: yeah, it yeah well yeah some.
4: then there, the other the other one that i've got a lot a lot of is the a spreading the one that grows along the ground has a little purple flower oh yeah uh, and always it always amazes me you pull at this end and Six or seven feet down the line there's the the
2: stock yeah but uh, we had to pull them out by hand and uh, the problem the the re- the reason I said uh, we shouldn't have done it is uh when we pulled the plants up they dropped a bazillion seeds so the it will give
4: you something to do next year
2: yeah uh, well it' be sooner than next year. <laughs> If the temperature warms up, so what we did uh, after we pulled them all out and uh, leveled it out, we uh, we uh, uh, watered it. We, we got the irrigation system working, and so we ran the ran the water on it. And we're going to do that two, or three more times, not only to pre-irrigate the uh, the uh, uh, blue bu- pre-irrigate the uh, the planting bed, but to germinate those weed seeds. So when it warms up, they've got moisture and they've got uh, more soil, so they'll germinate big time.
4: And is there there a good reason for that? Yeah,
2: so we can kill them with Roundup before we plant. Glyphosate herbicide. Mm -hmm. And this is getting toward the end of... uh, of when you can use glyphosate uh, herbicide because of the uh, cooler temperatures and also the Bermuda grass and and everything is going dormant or get, getting into getting into that dormant period. So uh, we got we're gonna follow that procedure for a couple of weeks until uh, we got kind of got it under control. And then uh, we'll plant our bluebonnet seed. Now, to show what we do, how we how we harvest the bluebonnet seed, and uh, also how I scarify with acid, which you you're not to do. People are not to do, because it's already done uh, for you by wild seeds farms and uh, uh, Douglas King Seed Company. But uh, I show how we do it on the plantanswers.com uh, in the topics of the month. So uh, you might want to check that out. Uh, Calvin says that this weekend the garden spread wildflower seed over areas in full sun where the seed can make contact with the soil. Now, the good thing about it is, <laughs> the bad thing about it is, uh, the drought that's kind of thinned the grass in the full sun. Where Bermuda used to be.
4: And I kept, but, I kept alerting people that the minute the rains come, yeah, not only will the wildflower seeds might germinate, but you know the henbit bit and the <laughs> bed straw and everything else will germinate.
2: Well, yeah. what we encourage people to do is to interplant blue bonnets with hen bit. It's a beautiful understory plant, the hen bit is. Uh, for the bluebonnets. And, of course, the bluebonnet ceilings will stay small during the winter. And the, the, they, they, they go right along with uh, uh, henbit. Now, the problem with henbit is it does its best in the shade or it's really thick in the shade. And, of course, you don't want to be planting bluebonnets or wildflowers in the shade.
4: Oh, he's he's really getting weird because you know, pigweed. <laughs> he's cultivating pigweed, and now he's cultivating bit.
2: <laughs> and so, but if you still got Bermuda grass left out there, just part, just a few sprigs here and there, uh, I would water the area that you're going to plant the wildflowers in, so you can get have good soil, soil moisture. And I'm talking about an inch or inch and a half of of water, uh, maybe uh, uh, three or four days apart, and green up that uh, Bermuda grass and any weed seed that you might have, and then spray it with glyphosate herbicide before you plant your wildflower seeds.
1: Hey, let's go to Bud on the line real quick at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
5: Doing pretty good. Good. Um, I have a question for Dr. Finch. He, uh, he just mentioned a, uh, a plant, a weed, uh, grows real low, long runners, and I think he said it has a uh, deep purple flower on it. Is is, uh, is uh, that correct? Dr. Finch?
4: Yeah, it's not. I don't know that you'd call it a deep purple, but it's real tiny blooms, right? And uh, purple, blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pigweed. Yeah, one of the. That's forms what it's called.
3: Yeah.
4: That's
5: uh, what my question was. What What is the name of that weed?
4: Yeah, one of the amaranths. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think if it's uh, prostrate, prostate,
3: hey. and uh, t-
4: prostate pigweed. Prostrate, prostrate. Yeah. What is the that pigweed that is grows real low in the spurge. ground? Spurge. No, no, it's not spurge. It's, it's not spurge. Pig, it's a pigweed. It's a pigweed that, and it's got the purple flowers way out there. He no. thought it was
1: prostate
5: pigweed. <laughs> Yeah. Now the well, one.
4: Forget it, Bud. I'm not getting the help I wanted. Are you keeping
1: friend. your prostate pigweed in check? <laughs> but look, look that up.
4: Prostate. Prostrate. Uh, there you go. Prostrate. Pigweed. And I and I think that's the one.
5: The. Uh, Thanks, Bud. Uh, the 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 one that I have, uh, it's got these uh, real sticky seeds. You walk by them and. You oh yeah. Just, that that that's yeah, the one you're talking about that. too.
4: Yeah, they all got that. Yeah, that one do That one has the sticky seeds too, but yeah. I think there's other ones that do too. Okay.
3: All yeah. right. There's no. There's yeah, because no yeah, if kill you're out there plant. weeding,
4: <laughs> if you're weeding it or, or walking through, you get covered with it just like the the dogs do.
5: Yeah. There's no way to kill that plant except tear those runners off, and then next season they're going to come right back at the same place. That stalk doesn't die. Well, you tear all that vegetation away. I was,
4: trying, I was
5: away, to think of a. I'm and it not, won't I'm kill it, not, I'm not sure even if though it's there's a, no vegetation. It won't die. <laughs> huh? I will. Uh, you have, have was to use poison on every, every one of those. Emergent.
4: Yeah, they're tough, oh, yeah, they're yeah, tough yeah, to control. Yeah.
5: yeah, to to stop the new ones. Yeah. Well, okay. I always wondered I, what the name of that was, and it's called. You do, a Jerry, the, me you again. Can do what
4: Jerry does, and just cultivate the weeds and makes it much easier, I guess. All right. Good luck, bud. We'll talk to you later. Thank you, All you right,
1: so much. 210-308-8867. Thanks, bud. we got to take a break. We're going to come back in a minute. And if uh, David can hang around for a little while, we'll uh, talk to David Rodriguez, who just finished up. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And if you've been at Milburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Milburgers photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Milburgers' big Halloween. Halloween. Halloween weekend celebration, starting off with a blood drive that Saturday from 10 until 2.30. Here's my suggestion. Go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website, and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space. But come on out and give blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and then your neighbors. And both days that weekend, the 26th and 27th, enjoy all kinds of fun, including face painting, a balloon artist, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Halloween treat bags, terror trains, and much, much more at Millberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Back to back, belly in
3: the belly the zombie
6: be Come Zombie Jamboree took place in the New York Cemetery. Where? Zombie Jamboree took place in Long Island Cemetery. Zombies from all parts of the island. Where? welcome back to
1: Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, Uh 210-308-8867 is our number. Uh, 210-308-8867. We're live at Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevard Road. David Rodriguez, who just finished talking about trees and fall planting, is up on the porch with us. It looked like you had a nice crowd.
7: Yeah, it started out, uh, they're, they're really packed right now at Milberger's Landscape Nursery. A lot of folks here uh, right now, but it started out a little bit slow because it was still a little nippy. Yeah, so you
2: didn't uh, get cold, did you, David? No, no, no. He's well dressed. He's got two coats <laughs> on. Yeah.
7: Well, these are thin. it's not oh, too Oh, okay. And then uh, to, uh <laughs> when we got started and uh, more people were showing up, so we, we, it ended out real nice. Good.
1: What y'all talk about?
7: Um, we started out a little bit of seasonal annuals. You know, once the temperatures start okay. getting where it needs to be. You know, uh, talking about snapdragons and pansies and cyclamen. Real, real brief. And then some of the uh, Awesome-looking perennials that are looking real beautiful right now. The, yeah. Uh, uh, some of those being Texas superstar plants, a little bit about selection plan Then we got real briefly about fruit trees and and then uh, really in-depth in, depth in um, shade trees and generally fall is for planting and how to uh, select a, uh, the right tree species for the right uh, location and, you know, calling 811 and making sure you p- Pick an appropriate tree to scale for long term. Well, uh,
1: explain what the eight one one is because that's uh, really important. Yeah,
7: eight one one. If you know, we always need to know what's in the ground before we start digging, and they'll they'll go out there and flag and tell you where your utilities or your pipes and things like that yeah. for safety, uh, precautionary uh, things, especially when you dig, and then uh, just getting the right tree for the right location. Select how I select it, to plant it. Um, how to lightly train it, and then how to fertilize it, and just uh, answer abundance of questions that they had, particularly on uh trees, I was trying to focus on shade trees, which is fine, but a lot of questions on citrus, which is all good. We yeah. answered the questions uh-huh. the best we can, but uh it was a good crowd.
1: Anything interesting that the uh, Master Gardener program has coming up? You all you always got some good stuff.
7: Um, the Master Gardener program, well, an intern. I think Dr. Finch is talking in a uh, two weeks. It's on your calendar, right?
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
7: yes. Yeah. So the end uh, uh, the last of last weekend in October. There we go. And he's uh, got one uh, of those A uh, and M calendars with I no think dates it's, on it. Uh, those plant selection for butterflies and hummingbirds, right? Yep. So Cal- Calvin always does a real good job on that. Thank you for doing that. And uh, we had the two tree guys yesterday: our, uh, Ross Ozea with the City of San Antonio, and then uh, Mark Rosie with the uh, Texas A&M Forest Service. So they did a real good training. And uh, we'd have brown bag lunch, was just this Friday that we do every Friday, I think, once a month at the once a month at the extension office on Fridays uh karen gardner did a real good talk on uh, fall fall and winter vegetable gardening so a lot of cool things happening okay. molly keck and i did uh i think we've done six bee classes this year uh, wow people are really interested uh, in bees. a lot of bee classes so we how are your one, bees uh they're being pretty good uh, uh we did a, they hosted us yesterday at the botanical garden good crowd and uh I was real excited because we were going to kind of show them the, the beehives and mm-hmm. and kind of open them up. But it was kind of cold and windy yesterday, Whoa. wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And the bees weren't coming in and out, so we decided uh, not to uh, do that uh, field day out there yeah. yesterday. So, uh, but otherwise, it's a lot of good things going on. And did you have, do you have honey from your bees? Yeah, we did it real good. We extracted, uh, wow. extracted quite a bit this um, July. Very cool.
1: You'll have uh, to bring us some.
7: We didn't rank. Last year we ranked with the Alamo Area Beekeepers Association. We ranked second and third for the uh, uh, dark and amber Ooh, uh, categories. Congratulations. But they have, That was last year. But this year we didn't rank at all because they had a ton of awesome Oh, entries, the trees. But, but uh, they said uh, it looked pretty. Oh, that was nice of <laughs> them. But, uh, <laughs> so Sounds gonna, pretty
4: <laughs> scientific.
7: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> looks pretty. Thanks for coming, but it looks, <laughs> looks pretty. You don't win anything, but we want to tell you it looks pretty. But uh, uh, it had a rugged, good uh, citrus taste, to them because we oh. have it next to the, uh, Dr. Moy's uh, cit- old citrus research grove over there. So they, they uh, When
1: do you harvest again, or is that what the, the term that you uh,
7: use? The honey flow is usually 10 weeks, so most of the plants are uh, flowering. In okay. the springtime, and they build up, and then then you evaluate them uh, and then you harvest typically about July early August but you need to make a good decision on the frames that you have a balance of uh, honey versus a brew, the the babies mm-hmm. so you don't want to rob them to our particular no. coming off a hard July going into a hard July in August as we saw this year so uh, then you have to start kicking up supplement feeding if you harvest too much honey so it's a balance of things but we had a good harvest this year. So just, just once a year? <laughs> Usually once a year. Really? Yeah. So
1: the people that I see honey in the store throughout the year, all that was really harvested. Well, no, depends, one time? A, a lot of, of yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot and of they,
2: time they move the hives yeah. around.
4: Yeah, they you don't, around. you just don't harvest That's, that that was that, 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 was, uh, that uh, hive uh, more than once a year. But if you got a hundred hives, you, oh okay,
7: yeah. So like now you can evaluate oh, okay. them and say well. Uh, I have. I have to look at going into the winter time. Do you have enough honey surplus if we have a hard winter for the bees? Oh. So some people might be doing a little bit harvesting now, but you don't want ever want to put the 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 insect in stress going through the the summertime. I mean the summer. Isn't and the winter time. I
1: think is that. The, I was going to ask you if that's the wren. I didn't see it. Oh, he's still he's running around in the one gallons. Cool. <laughs> so, do any of the. Uh, are there so you don't do anything with yours? Like you don't do you? Did you enjoy it, or did oh, yeah. you give it? Okay, yeah, cool.
7: We we use it to uh, help increase some of our efforts with the extension service. I sell a few.
1: No, oh, okay. We okay. give them to
7: the door prizes. We're, neat.
1: Okay, we well, have to we, bring some by. We'll we use the
7: highs for demonstration for the classes, so we can. I'm he, he's for educational purposes. Are you now. ignoring
4: Milton? He's begging for yeah, honey. Yeah, I'm into, uh, I'm into <laughs> honey <laughs> 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 now. So, oh no, yeah, no I, I, I'm, I'm interested question. in honey. Tell him, <laughs> tell him you got, you've got some well, well, maintenance you, work out there that he ma- could.
7: Well, I don't I even
1: know. I don't even know where you get raw honey from local stuff. I see now. almond beekeepers online, yeah. but I don't know where they sell their stuff. Yeah,
7: we have to take caution because of some of the honey that you buy commercially at the stores, right. Uh, they cut a lot of that with um, qu- corn syrup. Okay. You know, what? A- as some of the people are cutting olive oil with canola oil. So you got to make sure you know the quality where it's coming from. Okay. Or hopefully it's distinguished on the label. Yeah, the label would tell but you if you it know, had corn syrup uh, in you it. You sound like it? you're interested I am. with the bees, and you, you have taken our master gardener <laughs> class. Maybe you remember that?
1: Can you have bees in the city? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Like, like at one house? Yeah. so yeah.
7: So one of the presenters that came in was from the tax assessor's office yeah. for the rural part of Bear County, and they said it's uh, unbelievable how many people are wildlife ag exemptions for f- five acres plus. Okay. On um, doing bees now. Uh, as a wildlife ag exempt.
1: Yeah, so yeah. Cool. That I've seen. I saw that on your website. Yeah.
7: So it's pretty cool that they're doing Okay. That. You might take one of our classes. I remember you took our master gardener class.
1: I took two or three. Uh, <laughs> you hold them at night. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You hold them in the middle of the day. So for working people, you need to have them in the oh, evening. Oh, that's our
7: Earth Kind gardening series that we do in the springtime. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, so uh, Friday is all day training for the B class. Oh, this Friday. Well, it was yesterday. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to email me
4: when the next B class
7: starts. Saturday and Sunday, hopefully with the weather. Well, maybe you could
4: listen to the radio show. Sometimes we mention that. I mentioned it it last week. Oh, did you? (laughs) I'm sorry.
7: (laughs) I kind of remember now. For uh, you know, Halloween around the corner, talking about insects. Yeah. uh, Next Saturday at the botanical garden, in partnership, we're doing with the uh, our insecta fiesta. Yeah. Our October Bug Fest. You know, They're harvesting crickets all around yeah, town. The botanical garden. The
4: <laughs> They're going to be harvesting uh, Jerry's yeah, uh, cockroaches yeah. and there you Christ, go.
7: Yeah. is a Spanish what they use in Mexico for crickets. Oh, okay. Well, there are
4: plenty of crickets around town
7: you yeah, can use. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: And you said it was good last year. Yeah, you excellent. Said they were,
7: excellent.
1: Yeah,
4: very cool.
7: Okay. <laughs> so how
1: <do laughs> folks more information on this kind of stuff? It works. Where they be-
4: best if he mixes his. Uh, <laughs> beer show with his uh, insect show because he had well, enough to have enough beer you think about beer, i don't others. think
1: you had to i think that was the deal is they tasted tasted good everybody they,
7: so when we do the buck bug october fest at the saturday at the botanical garden all, you can find out at the bear county extension story website we're going to have beer from our hops and the oh wow we're going to have cricket salt to, All right. To lime the beer, uh, uh, the lime the beer, and it'd be cricket sauce. So. Sounds <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Mama used to make. So <laughs> <laughs> a well, lot of good things going on. Cool. Well, we're having. Fun. When
2: we were we were out pulling our weeds, I was uh, talking about earlier, uh, and uh, Doctor Stein, Doctor Larry Stein, uh, Horticulture, Air, air Horticulture, uh, in there. He was over weeding in the in the plot of ground that had bees in it, that had David bees in it, and so when he got through, we looked, and there was some weeds in front of the beehives, right in front of the beehives. He didn't pull the tall weeds, and I said, "Larry, uh. <laughs> we know we knew what he was doing, but uh, yeah." He said, it's the, it's the, bee, the, the bees don't bother you when they leave the hive, but when they're coming in, coming back with their nectar, they fly low, and that, that's when they uh, bother you. And I said, Larry, they're full of nectar and pollen that they've been collecting from two miles out. And so they're not bothered. They're not gonna bother yeah. you. They're trying to get home. Yeah, they're just yeah. trying to get home. Yeah. But he wouldn't. He still left the weeds there. No, I don't blame him.
7: <laughs> He's a smart man. It's just a little bug.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. On that and note, da, we David got uh, d- uh, domesticated bees. Uh, oh, okay. oh, like, bees. Like pet
1: they're pet bees. They're trained. They're Italian. Like on that note, we got to say goodbye. Thanks, David. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got to take a break and get you caught up with the news. Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live uh, from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Verde Road right here on 930 AM, The Answer. <laughs>
0: We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer.
1: And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. All right, Trace is up on the porch with us.
8: Hey, Good trace. afternoon.
1: Good afternoon. I
8: couldn't make it up while it was morning.
1: That's okay. Y'all are busy. You want to talk a little bit about what's going on here?
8: Oh, well, it's uh, very kid-friendly today. we got the train running from uh, 11 to 3.
1: It is kid and parent friendly because yes. the parents were having just as good a time in, that, so. in the hay maze. Yeah.
8: And I think they like to the train, too.
1: Yeah, I think they do, too. Honestly, no. when it goes <laughs> by, the parents have almost as big a smile on their yeah. face as the kids do. It's they not do. bigger.
8: And uh, the bounce house is going. Now, the adults are not allowed in there. It's to be kids. Yeah. So they can't have that
2: Yeah, they've they got that sign out there, no milk or a jury.
1: Yeah, they just have the big circle now with the red line <laughs> through it. Hope you all are happy. That hurts us, you know. <sighs> of course, we hurt some people in the moon bound, so we won't talk about it.
3: <laughs>
1: all right. Sorry, Trace. You
4: focus.
8: Uh, okay, so great cool weather plant selection. So uh, I'm sure Calvin's already seen what we got in this week.
4: Boy, we noticed the... Milkweed oh, no. here. It's spectacular.
8: Uh, yeah, I was referring to your cyclamens.
4: Oh, I did see the cyclamens. Uh. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. They're hidden away over there. They're beautiful. Uh, yeah. Uh, except for, yeah, you can see them from this side a little bit, the white and the red and got that the that red over pink. there. That's yeah. pretty red. So
8: we, yeah. we, we're getting that big bloom variety again. Oh, okay. uh, good. Colorado. We also got in some primrose. Uh, the little short one. Uh, oh. the like second African violet. Good. So those are new additions. Uh, we got in more than multiple sizes of uh, snapdragons. So we've got some small ones and some medium ones. The pansy selection is getting better. Uh, yeah. We actually got some stock in.
4: Did you? Yes.
8: All uh, right. It's hard
4: to find stock. Yeah.
8: Marigolds, because that's the, a commonly planted plant for uh, All Souls, All Saints. That's and, right. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's picking up. Great selection of cool weather crops. uh broccoli cabbage cauliflower spinach all that kind of stuff and what Cale, you got in the,
2: what you got in the back is a grass i mean a lot of grass
8: well there's, there's a whole lot less there than there was when you drove in oh is that
2: right yeah <laughs> i mean uh and, uh, there were big, uh, a lot of pallets of grass back then, and people loading grass. Yes, there
8: was. There was. That's the keyword there. No, oh, Was okay. a lot of grass, and we still have uh, Raleigh. St. Oh, you sold available. out? Good. No, not out. We still have Raleigh Saint Augustine available. Uh, yeah. All, all the other ones are special orders, so people actually turn in orders to pick up the unique varieties.
4: Yeah, I saw the R on the on the pallet. Yeah,
8: those are those are Raleigh.
4: It's uh. And my article today, uh, Trace, I uh, talked about uh, it's time to start feeding the birds, and uh, as part of that, I loaded up on. Uh, yeah, I saw you had the little yeah, thing. And, I got. Uh, it's a long time since I've had access to a fifty-pound bag of sunflower seed <laughs> over here had a reasonable. I price. was trying to. I was trying to get one of the the staff to pick it up for me i was no. telling them about <laughs> how old i was and everything and they uh that must they, be a lot of sunflowers eating oh, it's fifty wow. pounds worth you bet it doesn't as you remember it doesn't take long for the birds to eat well that's So they start start on you they,
8: well they don't eat the shell so oh yeah but oh, it's, I, I, miss, uh, I miss strawberries we got strawberries, oh, oh, do really? you get strawberries? yeah, yeah. Where are they uh, right where the guy in the hat is.
1: Okay. You know, y'all ought to consider putting those fall and winter vegetables on sale. Maybe take the jumbo six-packs. That's a good idea, Melton. Yeah, I think
8: we could. Okay. Uh-
1: <laughs> Can we just say it is? And yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's just do it. Jumbo six-packs uh what do you think about a buck eighty-eight?
8: They are. Okay. That sounds like a wonderful price. All
1: right. There you go.
4: And that broccoli What is, uh, is jumbo six-packs? Is that the regular six-packs? Uh, four and a half inch. Oh, no, wow. No, no,
8: no. No? no, that's, no? The, that's this one. You're referring to a super six-pack. Oh, okay, no.
4: okay. It's just the regular two-inch. Two yeah, yeah, the little.
8: Uh, yeah. The little okay. Well, okay.
4: I just thought there was a new. I never heard of it. But,
2: but Mil- that am just the, making the bro- it up. The just... broccoli is, is nice and big. Oh, cool, out good. There. The transplants are, and uh, yeah, neat and... to uh, neat thing about planting broccoli at this time of the year. What? Uh, I mean that plants that big. Okay. Uh, you can uh, put the, some of the stem in the ground, uh, bury some of the stem, so you're sure that you're, you've got the root system deep enough and it'll root along the stem. So,
3: okay.
2: uh Yeah, you don't, uh, the, the old-timers used to plant a, uh, a bed. They would plant a seedling bed of uh, broccoli and cauliflower or cabbage, whatever they're going to plant. And then they would pull it, bare root it out, and and plant it in the fields by the tens of acres. And so uh, we we moved to containers now, but uh, even though the plants are larger, uh, that's a good thing. And, I, and plants uh, broccoli planted now and cabbage planted now. We'll be ready for Thanksgiving.
1: Cool. So you can save on the six the six packs, uh, snapdragons. Trace mentioned those. They're on sale, ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. Uh, Garden mums. Trace mentioned those. They're on sale in the six inch pot for two eighty eight or ten for twenty five dollars. And uh, yeah. we've got a special on shade and ornamental trees. Uh, save thirty percent on the ten, fifteen, and thirty gallon. Uh, Shade and ornamental trees and planting services are available. Landscape shrubs still on sale. Uh, This is great. It's a a bigger selection. Oh, good. Than last week? Okay.
4: Uh, Well, just remind everybody, too, that the CPS um, rebate rebate is available now. Yes. So uh, take advantage of the sale on the shade trees and and get the money from uh, CPS as well.
1: And uh, let's see, like the, uh, the uh, landscape shrubs are the Japanese boxwood, dwarf burford holly, dwarf yopon holly, waxleaf augustrum, uh, dwarf pittosporum, green cloud sinisa. Wow. And uh, I'm a big sinisa fan. I don't know if you picked that up yet. And the perennials <laughs> in front of us are on sale. And the, the, there's a, a, the, do you have any blue plumbago?
8: <laughs> uh,
1: you. yeah quite a few in front of us yeah they're pretty that's pretty all over good. town too well, that, yeah last, last week planning. we
8: had uh so many people taking advantage of this perennial sale yeah we wanted to make sure we had enough to oh for, good for everybody this oh week. yeah so
1: four dollars and eighteen cents and uh let's see what is the oh a five for twenty bucks Yep, so I like li- five, li- five I li- or
8: more that uh, <laughs> make some four dollars a piece. I like
1: to watch people trying to
4: pick the best one out of that blue plumbago. They're, they're all the best ones. They're all the best ones. <laughs> they all look the same. Well, it always the conditions of the place where you plant it. Within two days, they kind of take over. Oh you know, yeah. You, you know, if you pick the best one in this condition, it's. Two days later, it's not the necessarily the best one. Now, are these over here and on sale like
3: the,
8: those yes. m- milkweeds? Yep.
1: Oh, okay, That's you got Calvin huge. excited. They're huge. And, yeah. Just in time.
8: They're, they're blooming, and they are. What color are they? Orange. They're orange. <laughs> <laughs>
4: orange and gold. <laughs> um, and. Uh, yeah, they had to take it away from me. The monarchs, the monarchs have started to come into town, but you still got a chance. You could get you get six of these, six or eight of these, and it'll be a wonderful uh, situation for the monarchs. Then the queens and the giant swallowtails will take advantage of them too. All the butterflies like that uh, tropical milkweed.
2: Talking about that blue plumbago, I was over around the botanical garden the other day. And uh, we cut through that uh, little deal from Broadway to uh, New Braunfels, that street through there. And somebody had a a yard full of blue plumbago. Some of them were in the shade of a tree, and some of them were in the full sun. But they had planted them all together. Those things were just full of bloom
1: blue
0: in both
4: situations
1: both situations cool all right trace are you ready i am it's time for the plant Plant of of the weekend weekend. with much fanfare and much ado
4: uh
8: all right so this week it is a bulb Mm. We, we actually got our amaryllis. It's the first
4: time the onion has been a plant of the week. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the, oh, did we do This is that? not an onion. <laughs> no.
8: <laughs> uh, amaryllis bulbs came in. So uh, most uh, most everybody listening is probably familiar with them. Oh, yeah, they're beautiful. You for, what I've always done is force <laughs> them. So six to eight weeks from the time you put it in dirt and start watering it, uh, you probably will have some blooms. But I brought up one of the new colors because we always try to get something new. And I thought they were up. all
2: red and pink.
8: No, not anymore. <laughs> you remember last? Uh, was it last year, or the year before we had an orange one.
1: Yeah, I do.
8: Yeah. So that's the new one. That's and pretty. It is a lime, it's called flare. lime flare. So yeah. it is a lime green with a looks like a few red stripes in the bloom.
1: Oh, how pretty!
3: Stage. you see it? Different. Yeah.
8: And so you can actually Google that name if you want and look at it. Um, but we encourage you to come on in. The selection is doesn't get any better than this. They got unpacked uh, yesterday.
1: All right. So, now, if I've listened, are they difficult to plant? Jerry says you really need to plant them sometime between 6 in the morning and noon. Yeah. Uh, sure. Amaryllis but more. He says that every time. Okay.
8: Well, I'll say plant them between 6 a.m. and 6 a.m. the next day. Uh, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, very cool. And how much are they? Did you tell? They us? are no, I
8: didn't. Okay. Uh, they are 7.99, and there's uh, 11 different colors out there. Ooh, Good
1: lord. Cool. Last
8: year we only had uh, eight varieties, so uh, we increased the the, the color selection. Is really cool.
2: Okay. And so if they were wanting to give these for Christmas presents, blooming. They uh, they uh, put them in their material, uh, and the reason I say material, a lot of people grow them in gravel and um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. actual... Uh, it's, well,
8: it's stored everything it needs to do its bloom, so yeah, yeah the right. gravel will be fine. Uh, I've always done it in mine, mine in regular dirt, but there's no reason... And so it's so it six
2: there. to eight weeks before Christmas?
8: That's somewhere between six and eight weeks is in general when they're going to be in bloom.
2: Okay. What is that, Mountain? That's end eight, end of, eight weeks before Christmas. That's ten
8: weeks. At the beginning in November. So. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Today's the eleventh, so eight weeks would be approximately December eleventh. So, now that's a
8: good price on them. It's and they're huge. Yeah, yeah it, looked think, like, that, it looked I like it looked like an they're onion. Actually, bigger than. Yeah, it, it looked like amazing.
2: a big old onion. Where did they come from? Brazil.
8: Uh, Charles told me, but I, I, I could have sworn it was uh Israel, but uh Yeah, I think they,
1: they do grow a lot in Israel. Very cool. All right. What else, Trace? What else? Anything else?
8: Uh, I think that covers just about everything. All right.
1: Will you visit with us again? You can. You're welcome to come back anytime. Okay. Okay, but Mitch, <laughs> can you come back tomorrow too and tell us what's right. coming in new?
4: And
8: I will. Cool. Okay. okay. okay.
4: Got, uh, we got we stra- got the strawberries you mentioned. Yeah.
8: There's yeah. two two varieties. off the top, thought of I can't remember the name. Uh, okay. One of them was the same as the last year. And the Good. Was, was it
1: Festival or was that Fiesta or?
8: I'll, I'll go find out. That, and uh, uh, how
4: about Miss Flower? We got Miss there, Miss Flower.
8: Is Greg's mist right over by the uh okay, great. citrus. Yeah. And that's on sale.
4: I saw some mist flower
8: down. That, that's in the sauce bed. Okay, okay.
4: It's yeah. one one of the designated okay. sauce bed. Well the tropical the milkweed is too, so yes, it is. you can that that's why you know we did an article based on you could do the saws coupon and really have a really nice a butterfly garden. And I
8: encourage yeah. you, people that are doing it, I, I encourage you to do it now, because as we get closer to the end of that, the perennials become oh, less less selection. Less of, less selection. So uh, yeah. right, right now we're stocked up pretty good, but if you procrastinate till the end, uh, your selections won't be as good. Well, and you,
4: if you finish it now, too, you can take advantage of that $50 mulch. coupon no. too.
2: Yeah. I, I was talking to one of the ladies out here the other day. They were loading up some... Uh, some plants over there and uh i asked her i asked her. i, I said surely you're not throwing those away and she was restocking the uh the display y'all have uh saws because they, they they sell well, right that, out of the that, display. that's why
8: we have it there i mean uh, people are welcome to shop around and we have little toppers on, on every plant that's in it so if you like look look at the plumbago here it's got the little white topper that says oh, saws, yeah. and it's on the milkweed but there's a lot of people that don't want to walk around. So yeah, just take yeah. Them straight over yeah. their bed, and they—that's the best way to do they, it. They pick it out of there.
2: Now you have got some back to this amaryllis. You still have the red, a lot of red. Yeah, right? there was a
8: red lion. It was uh, one of them.
2: And red uh, and the red. The, let's see. Didn't we have one striped red
1: last uh,
8: year? There, there's a striped white and red one. Yeah, on
1: right. Yeah. Good. And then great tri- Christmas gifts. And uh, one more thing before we let you go, too. Um, Jerry had some questions on that calendar. Like, are we giving them away? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't sure. I think he did thought it, it was too did valuable did he, did a giveaway. Did the holidays
8: wrong? Or, no,
1: no, no, no. He was just couldn't believe we were giving them away. Giving them away. There yeah. you go. He said it had all these dates in it he liked. And yeah. He's going to start using it.
2: You know, the Aggie calendar, they, we removed the dates from the Aggie calendar.
8: I, I believe it. Do you still have 12 months? That, that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, okay. you, you choose the month you want. There you go. All right. Thanks,
1: Trace. Thanks. Thank you. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. We'll take a quick break right
3: That's
1: now. Nice. And, uh, and just uh, take it a little early. Oh Trace, I wanted to ask one more thing. So uh, we'll come back in a second. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. Back in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardie Road. And if you've been at Millburgers these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Millburgers photo set up by the pumpkin patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Millburgers' big Halloween weekend celebration, starting off with a blood drive that Saturday from 10 until 2.30. Here's my suggestion. Go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space. But come on out and give blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and then your neighbors. And both days that weekend, the 26th and 27th, enjoy all kinds of fun, including face painting, a balloon artist, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Halloween treat bags, terror trains, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I told
5: the witch doctor I was, I was in, in love, love with you. you. I told the witch doctor I I was was in in love love with you, you. and And then the witch doctor, doctor, he told me what what to do, he said that. Which doctor, this purple soundtrack.
1: People Eater. No, that's, that's uh, nice. I'm pretty sure that's a chipmunk. Witch Doctor with Dave Seville. Oh,
2: Witch Doctor.
1: Okay. Yeah, but a Purple People Eater may be a suggestion. You may hear that.
2: <laughs>
1: I heard somebody talking about that the other day. Yeah, they re- yeah. remember that finally. Calvin's answering a question off the air, and uh, we'll find out what that all, that's all about in just a second. 210-308. Oh, it was shanana. 210-308-8867. 210 210- 308 Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call with your gardening questions, and uh, what's going on? What else you got there? You... I just
2: I just went to the back restroom. Yes, and the the maze is
1: full of people. Yeah, walk in the maze. I know we can't see it here. But it's amazing how many folks are enjoying it. It's amazing.
3: Ah, I'm sorry, I set
1: I set myself up for that. Yeah,
2: you you put it out. Milton. Yeah, you said it first. Sorry, but anyway, people are seeming like they're having a good time. Yeah, and I uh, I saw one come to a a uh, dead end. You know, they have some dead yeah. end trails there, and uh, the mother was laughing. The the child was a little bit upset. No, oh, 'cause it's trying to figure it, out. Yeah, got to go back. <laughs> but anyway, there people are having a lot of fun walking through that. Time. Yeah, they're sure. Uh, we talked about uh, some of the sale items, and uh, we didn't mention fall lawn fertilizer. Okay. Uh, and Calvin got a mention of it in uh, in today's paper with his article. He says, uh, "If you manage to water your lawn during this record hot summer and it is green," mm-hmm. he would have never put that in there last year. No. You know what what turned turned him put to, uh, encouraged him to put that in there. I I I came up with you don't fertilize brown grass. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I uh, and it is green, it's uh, it's time to fertilize with a winterizer 18-6-12. This the winterizer fertilizer will enhance the grass's cold tolerance. I'm glad Calvin put that in there uh, and contribute to uh, fast green spring green up fast spring <laughs> fast spring green up but um, uh, calvin mentioned uh and and rightly so uh, it enhances the grass's cold tolerance now that's that's why where, where uh Neil Spears' recommendation of uh, all nitrogen fertilizer in the in the fall misses the idea of that uh, cold tolerance factor because uh, they put uh, they find out that the potassium uh, is the ingredient along with the nitrogen, I guess, is the ingredient that uh, gives the plants uh, cold tolerance. Hmm. Now we don't think about cold tolerance here much <laughs> because of our usually mild winter. But uh this this uh, is good insurance. And that's why we recommend eighteen six twelve, which is on sale here at Millburgers. Right, Milton? Yes. <laughs> uh for uh
1: for I'll your
2: you, winter the fertilizer, and now's the time to put it out.
1: 1988 for the 40 pound bag.
2: Yeah, which is a, a, a good price.
1: Yeah, uh, 7,200 square feet, etc., said, or something yeah. like
2: that. I got this question.
1: Let's see. Yep, that's what it says 40 pound bag.
2: Uh, from Michael, and he says, I see where you recommend 312 or 412 for fertilizing St. Augustine grass. Now, that is the ratios. Uh, the actual numbers on the bag uh, is, uh, what, did you, what did you say? 18,
3: six
4: no, sir. 19.59. 18.612,
1: you said first. I You were down because yeah. you were talking to
4: oh. two.
2: Eighteen 18.612, okay.
4: That's winterizer, yeah. That's
2: what's on the bag. Now, what is also on the bag, on most bags, is the word winterizer. And the reason it's called winterizer is because it gets your grass ready for the cold weather if it comes. Now, <laughs> that, that, uh, re- that uh, analysis and re- recommendation came from years of A&M's research. uh, on the fertilizer. This question is, uh, he says, I have been using Gardenville 722 organic for years. Is this still a good fertilizer for year round and when do you recommend fertilizing for the fall? Okay, we've talked about when. The when is now. But, uh, and we've got a, organic fertilizer available here at Millburger on sale right along with uh, 312. But, uh, the three one two but the what we're after in the in the fall and and that's why Calvin recommended fertilize green grass we're we're looking for some immediate uptake of that fertilizer getting it into the plant into the system of the grass.
4: Yeah, it has to reorganize the whole chemistry.
2: Yeah, and uh, organics are great in the spring, but they're they're slow release, extremely slow release uh, in the fall. So, uh, yeah, you uh, you won't get the same protection using an organic uh, fertilizer. As you will, the three one two or four one two ratio, which is labeled winterizer. I don't know—is the organic uh, fertilizer labeled winterizer?
8: It's not, is it?
1: He's talking to Trace. He's putting the headphones on. Uh,
8: the organics are all weaker, so uh, they can be used time.
2: Okay, okay. So uh, that now's the time if you've got green grass to. Uh, to go ahead and uh, fertilize, put on your fertilizer right. and water it in. That's where, that where...
4: You don't think it's going to rain? Uh, well. <laughs> Someday it has to <laughs> rain, doesn't it? <laughs> day.
8: Historically it happens. <laughs> like what? Historically it happens. Yeah. That's right,
4: yeah. yeah.
3: What's well, there, still there?
4: our aquifer level is still above, slightly above average. So okay. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll get a quick rain.
2: I also got a uh, discouraging word from uh, Curtis. He's uh, doing some uh, searching for us on the internet. Mm -hmm. And he said uh, he saw this in today's news. Got it yesterday.
1: Tuesday night, 40%. Wednesday night, 40%. Get out of here. That'll Mm
2: -hmm. be good for my blue bonds. Oh, good. Uh, He says Florida ag inspectors found a bad fruit virus on tomatoes imported from Mexico to Florida. Known as as, uh, tomato brown rugoso fruit virus. (laughs) Also known as T-O-B-R-F-T-V. Like like when they put N for nematodes. Oh, okay. And they also put uh, tomato spotted wilt yeah. is uh, T-S-W-W, okay. I mean W-V. So this is going to be known as T-O-B-R-F-V. Uh, tomato and pepper plants are also affected. Uh, the that's all we need is another is another Mm -hmm. virus you know Ben Villan the pepper breeder uh, worked his entire career to get uh, to get our our peppers uh, especially bell peppers but he also worked on uh, hot peppers uh, to get our peppers uh, immune or resistant to the Four or five viruses uh, that we have in Texas and Mexico, by the way, uh, and lo and behold, uh, the one he didn't—that—that uh, that was before tomato spotted wilt showed up. The virus. Yeah. so he had no resistance. There's so many viruses, and the viruses are changing so that it's hard to uh fight them off with plant resistance. Hm. But he
4: tried.
1: You had a question off the air. I told our listeners that we would find out what was going on if you could or if it was private, you don't have to.
4: <laughs> well, what if it what what if I forgot what it was? Uh, did no you, did you hear it? Did it? No, did it I don't remind remember. me what it no, was. No, okay. <laughs> <What> it. <laughs> might be uh, let's see, I can't I'm sure I'll think. That's the, okay. It'll
1: come to you in a second.
4: Yeah. A second or a half hour or mm-hmm. tomorrow or something. Tomorrow. We can still do it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. It was a, c- a citrus. Oh, good. They were they were wondering if they could go ahead and uh, transplant their Mexican lime and Meyer lemon fruit trees out of their containers into
3: oh, the okay. soil. Yeah. And
4: I was kind of... Um uh, telling them why we generally didn't recommend that uh, why we left them, and they were they were having great luck in their containers they oh, they the, the, were productive, they hadn't been bothered by you know they'd been able to protect them from freezes and everything and what so
2: size containers
4: did they use they half whiskey barrel oh okay, that worked, yeah, and they had their their trees their fruit trees were relatively large, they were worried about them being root bound and everything I said. Generally, the net result of that is just a, uh, si- the limited in the size of the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Were they using copious amounts of osmocose? Uh I don't know. I didn't ask if about If they're having they, good results... Uh, yeah, whatever they're using, it was working. Yeah. For sure. So that was the, you know, so they still have to make the decision. I told them that some folks can find a sheltered spot... Uh, for Mexican lime and Meyer lemon. But the, in general, it's easier for, for those two <laughs> species for us to just keep them in that container and limit their size so that you can protect them from the cold.
2: Yeah, how many years have they been in that container?
4: Uh, sounded like uh,
2: five or six years. Oh, my goodness. Well, one, th- one thing you can do in, the, in that situation is root prune them when they're dormant and. uh December, January, or something like that, and you go back there and uh, 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 take them out of the pot, which is no easy, an easy job, you, what you do is roll them out of the pot. In other words, you roll the container uh, uh, around, and the, the root ball will loosen up, hmm. and then you can slide it out or you pull it out rather than pick it out. And then, and then when you got it pulled out, and all the roots in containers, you take a sharp knife or a box cutter and uh, slit it down the side about uh, three or four uh, places or around the around the uh, circle and uh, cut cut the major roots. And uh, a lot of people pull them out. You know, I actually remove the root system from that. But you want to do it when it's dormant in uh, December January and then repot it into a, a good potting mix. And, and then then you, you don't lose the tree that way, and uh, you basically uh, get it more adapted to that
4: uh, container size. Well, and then keep in mind, everybody, that's a... Three hundred pound plus. Oh yeah, that's situation. why you.
2: That's why you roll it around. And yeah, the
4: other, the other. Pull problem. it out rather than pick it out. The other complication, and I may, maybe they've got some way they've uh, preserved their half whiskey barrels. Yeah, that's but true. After a, five or six years, the whiskey barrels uh, get a little yeah. frail. Mm. Have, I've had that happen. So, so uh, one way to do that might do your uh, do your root pruning. When it's time to replace the whiskey barrel, yeah, and then and the whiskey barrel will fall all the yeah, pieces because you just pull you know break, break that it point off. You can just pull those little planks right out there of there. You go, but it's still not it's still not an easy job. <laughs> no, that's because no. that's a, a heavy plant. The good news is the the, the plants are pretty tolerant. Oh yeah, the, the lemons, plant takes that yeah. pretty
2: good. Yeah. Uh I, I would say you would do it after you remove the fruit if she's if they're having fr- fruit on there.
4: And uh, that that won't won't kill the plant. Well, yeah, in fact I was saying on uh a cold sensitive plant a lot of times we'll mo- mostly we say this is the best time to transplant things or to in into, into the winter, but uh something that has relatively cold sensitive uh it is better. It might be better after the chance yeah. of a freeze is, yeah. has passed. So.
2: Keep it mobile.
4: Yeah, because yeah, you, you might you'll stimulate. Yeah, uh, you might st- stimulate uh, some foliage growth if you do all go through all that process. Yeah, I had
2: I heard a guy advertising on radio the other day, and he was talking about plant your plant the trees now because the, the cooler weather allows
4: the the roots to grow better. Before the challenge.
2: Did you hear that, Milton? Yeah, I may have heard that guy. <laughs> Is that Milton? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh,
2: I said, that Milton's getting down to it there. Yeah. That's good. Thank you.
1: <laughs> it's also. And the likelihood uh, of rain, but.
2: It's also easier on the people planning it. That's a know. good point. What, <laughs> what else? Do you
1: want to hear the seven day forecast? Yeah. Yeah. All right, this afternoon, 20% chance of showers. Partly sunny, high, near 70 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 56. Wow. Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a high near 80. And uh, tomorrow night, a low around 68. Columbus Day, Monday, mostly cloudy with a high near 90. 90? I thought we were through with that 90. No. (laughs) Um, Let's see. And... uh, Mostly cloudy on Monday night with a low around 74. Tuesday, 20% chance of showers, high in the low 90s, and then 40% chance of shower Tuesday night.
3: Yeah, and another for- front coming through. Yeah, and then yeah. let's
1: see. Yeah, and then this looks nice. Uh, high on Thursday around 83. Oh, yeah,
4: that's good. But no, no, no uh, rain.
1: It looks like every day has at least a 20% chance of rain. Which is no rain. What about the forty percent chance? That twice that's that's a, pretty good. That twice as much no rain. That's
2: sixty percent no chance of rain. Oh. All right. <laughs> uh, I was looking at uh, Neil Sparrow's weekly deal, weekly newsletter that I get, and uh, he's talking about uh, be on the lookout. For those of you who have uh, green grass, <laughs> brown patch on the St. Augustine. Uh, this kind of weather is cool weather, but usually it has to has to be wet, but watering can uh, take the place of, uh, of rain. In other words,
4: too, too wet e- and cool weather equals brown patch. Yeah, I've got a couple of lawns in my neighborhood that I've Seems like they go through this every every year. Really? brown yeah, and they, you know what? It, it's a, even on a slope, but you got this these kind of dips in yeah. the slope, and then yeah. and they the water enough that that settles in there. Then the other thing they've got a uh, oh a border, a metal border Uh-oh. at the down at the bottom. Uh huh. So all the catches attention. of the water, and you, I mean, as the season progresses. Uh, It spreads out. Spread up up the hill, yeah.
2: Yeah, on some uh, some rainy falls, uh, uh, I mentioned that uh, people could see the brown patch in their yard from a helicopter. uh, Because when it's really raining, really rainy season, uh, it'll take the whole yard in some cases. Especially especially with... uh, non saint non lawn and I understand this uh t j select or this uh the new grass is supposed to be brown patch resistant oh good uh what is brown patch uh it starts about the size of a dinner plate and uh if you walk through it or uh uh, if there's traffic through it, or you continue to water it, that little uh, dinner plate type size of uh, patch will get bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, in a, generally, in a circular of form, for circular fashion, and uh, you know brown patch from the others is because the uh, the blades rot away from the main stem. And so you'll you'll look at look at the area affected area, and you'll have green you'll have some green sprigs in there. Now take all patch kills it all, How but you... uh, green sprigs in there and rotted uh, blades around the stem is brown patch. There, there you can spray uh, uh, F stop. Yeah, the uh, the chemical f stop does a pretty good job on brown. Stops
4: the disease, but it stops it it, it from spreading. Yeah, doesn't doesn't uh, immediately heal it.
2: No, and it doesn't. brown pad doesn't kill your lawn.
4: It just uh, weakens it. And uh, you know, but it really kind of kind of devastates a lot. A lot of times, the lawns that show those symptoms are folks that are really
3: concentrating
4: yeah. a lot of effort on the lawn.
2: They, they, they get really upset when that, uh, <laughs> when that happens. It shows up when we've had temperatures into the 50s and 60s, and especially after fall rains. Well, we haven't had the fall rains. Uh, so look look for round patches of yellowing blades, uh, those patches will usually be 18 to 24 inches across, and the blades will pull loosely,
4: loose easily from the runners. But uh, but don't you don't have to, don't get locked into that that uh, rounded. You have to use your imagination a little bit. You 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 see if you even on a slope. I've I've had people say, well, it's on a slope. It can't be any <laughs> round. Yeah, yeah, you know. I say, well, it's got a little a uh, low i say that generally there's a low spot where it starts and then some they're not you're not really looking at that uh, but, but you can have a low spot in a lawn even with a slope quite uh, quite easy to have, have that but usually usually they'll be the origin of the of the infection will be a low spot where that water accumulates.
2: And and Neil also says, uh, apply glyphosate herbicide to any area of turf where you intend to develop a new flower or vegetable garden or landscape bed next spring to get rid of the Bermuda grass. Because uh, you, it has to be still growing. All grasses that you want to kill has to be still growing. Uh, before, for it to uptake the chemical. And uh, he says use one that contains no other herbicide other than glyphosate to ensure it will have no residual effects in the soil.
4: Hmm. Yeah, there's so many product variations now.
2: Yeah, they, they, they tried to improve on glyphosate and they didn't.
1: All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, sitting on the porch here at Millburgers on a pretty afternoon. We want you to come by and visit with us. Enjoy the maize, the pumpkin patch. Man, they're getting a lot of pumpkins. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, oh, Lord. Yeah. And she's got her little ones in there. She's, she's taking care of them.
2: There's always one ugly one in there.
1: Where? They're oh, always, the one that, yeah. Yeah,
2: they always have with that one ugly one.
1: So we'll take a break and come back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milburger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And if you've been at Milburger's these past few weekends, you've seen all the fun that people are having. They're going through the maze. They're jumping on the moon bounce. They're going into the boutique to get unique Halloween items. They're riding the terror train with the kids. They're taking pictures with the entire family, including the dogs, at Milburger's photo set up by the Pumpkin Patch. Well, I want you to mark your calendars because October 26th and 27th is Milburger's big Halloween weekend celebration, starting off with a blood drive that Saturday from 10 until 2.30. Here's my suggestion. Go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and make your reservation so you get in quicker and you're guaranteed a space. But come on out and give blood to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center and then your neighbors. And both days that weekend, the 26th and 27th, enjoy all kinds of fun, including face painting, a balloon artist, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, Halloween treat bags, terror trains, and much, much more at Millberger's Landscape Nursery, 1604 on
3: Boulevard Road.
1: Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer. We go right to the phone lines. We've got Sam and Billy on the line. Sam's up first uh, at 210-308-8867. Hi, Sam. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today?
6: Uh, How are y'all doing? Uh, Good, good. I bought a Tatsuma there back in maybe February, March, at Millburgers. I planted it. The tree's doing great. It's probably tripled in size. My question is... It's growing, the new growth is growing almost willow-like. It's, they're bending almost all the way down to the ground, and uh, I'm, it's pulling the tree, kind of bending it. I want it to grow more straight. Um, should I Did, prune that? Does
2: it um, have fruit on it? It had one, but I removed
6: it. Good for you. <laughs> first You're year. a brave person. Uh, I, I sat there and I couldn't do it for a while, and finally I did. <laughs> I it's good for the tree.
2: Most people can't do it at all. What is it? What plant? Sets, uh, it's a set of,
6: set of satsuma. So I need to prune that back to prep it for winter, or no?
2: Generally, we do pruning in February and March before it makes its flush of growth. But um, okay. the the Satsuma normally kind of has a weeping habit to it, because, okay. because the larger tree. This is in the ground, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Okay, it has a weeping right habit uh, to to trap the uh, the heat soil, uh, the heat of the soil beneath it.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: So
2: that oh, uh, it, it naturally has that kind of shape. Now, what you want to watch for is uh, the uh, rootstock suckers that come out right. right up through the middle. It's got thorns.
6: Right, so I they, keep those religiously pruned. Okay. Uh, I look at it Good. every day, so I knock them Good man. Eyes. Okay. Uh,
2: I would I would leave it alone. Uh, you, uh, okay. You got it in the ground and you fertilize it every spring.
6: Yes, sir. I use and citrus tone on it.
2: Yeah, you don't fertilize uh, in the fall.
6: Okay. Right. They're we're, going after, dormant. we're
2: after winter hardiness. Yes. But uh, you, um, you say it's, uh, it's, uh, all the branches are are kind of weeping.
6: Hanging down. Not all of them. It just seems like the new growth. It kind of sat there for a while, and then I just got an explosion of new growth towards the right. later summer. And okay. all the new growth are—they're are just bending down to the ground, like it looks like a willow tree. Is all I can think of.
2: <laughs> yeah, Which it's re- like. <laughs> uh, I would leave those alone because that's going to be your fruit next year, probably.
6: Okay, I got you.
2: Okay. Um, and then, uh, then, uh, well, uh, the fruit stays on from uh, March till October, November. So, uh, right. if you want, if those the limbs, are, if those limbs are bothering you, you can you can take a few of those off. Uh, you know, the weeping part of it off in um, in in February, or March. Okay.
6: Okay, right. I will do. But that's you your know, baby. I, don't, don't be ugly to it. Okay, me gentle.
5: I will. <laughs>
6: can you recommend an annual uh, uh, that needs to be planted in the fall? Like a bulb. I have an area. I was thinking about putting some tulips in. And uh, I don't know if you plant, that, plant those in the fall.
4: Well, you do. But here we treat them like annuals. You have to, you know, you you. Put them in the refrigerator, chill them, okay, uh, and then you plant plant them about January one. They come up short period, and and uh, then you harvest them. Okay, uh, or you can you know the the we're we're also planting the cool weather annuals like snapdragons and stocks and okay. uh, alyssum, dianthus, all those.
6: Yeah, I was looking to put some bulbs in in this area. Yeah. good area for it.
4: Yeah, you can do have some, you can do you Some can of do those it, in stock. Uh, stocks are nice, yeah. The fragrance and everything.
6: No, all I'm right. saying, do you all have those flowers in stock there at Millburgers?
4: Uh, I, I don't know if we have those bulbs. We just got, or, oh,
6: uh, uh, yeah. yeah.
2: We just got uh, Amaranth there. Amaranth. I mean, uh, Amaryllis. Amaryllis. Mm-hmm. Amaryllis, on. So. Yeah, Did I accept that?
1: Yeah, just give the nursery a call. Okay. I bet sure. we do. 210-3760. Right, well, thank Thanks. All right, Billy's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Billy, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today?
6: Doing pretty good.
1: Good. What's going on?
6: I have an orange frost tree that I just moved from a smaller container to a half whiskey barrel this past year. And I have some roots above ground. I want to know if I should remove them. I wouldn't. Leave them there.
2: Yeah, leave them
6: there. You it can cover them needed. up
2: with a little mix if you want to.
6: What? Cover them up. Oh yeah, I've tried that. They're a little bit too high.
2: Oh okay. Uh, it won't hurt to take some roots off.
6: Okay, well they just kinda of, kinda of look like they don't belong there.
2: Okay. Take them off.
6: All. all right, I believe I will.
2: <laughs> Thank, Thank you for calling. Thanks, Billy. Yes.
1: You need you need any gardening reports from Billy?
2: I wanna go ask you my uh, uh chair of tomatoes are done.
6: I'm gonna pick some in a few days. I've already had some. I had okay. one I had I had two vines, and one of them uh, kind of didn't make it very long. And but the other one is is doing well, and they're larger than they were the first time on the other plant.
4: Yeah, good. that's good. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you for calling. Let's, Thanks, Bill. Let's ask Mary if we've got tulip. We've got any tulip bulbs in there? Any kind of bulb.
5: Do you know what? I know we have paper white, and I know we got the amaryllis just in. Right. Yeah. I'm sure there's some tulip balls. Yeah, here. usually
4: it is, is. But paperwhite is a good option too. That's a yeah. That'll come back year and after year. Oh, a
5: reliable guy in the ground in yeah. the full sun.
4: Yeah. So, uh, so for our listener that had asked about the uh, tulips, um, Mary thinks we do have some. And and the other option to consider is the paperwhites.
2: Yeah, the paperwhites are
4: perennial, over forever. Come back yeah, year yeah, after yeah. Year. yeah. Yeah, really a reliable producer. Yep. Very cool. Well, thanks, Mary.
3: You're
4: welcome. All right.
1: Well, listen, we need to begin to wrap up uh, in just a second, but uh, did we'll... you have another caller? Nope. It was just uh, Sam and Billy. Okay. So uh, we'll uh, be back tomorrow, of course, back here at Mill Burgers. So there's lots of things going on. We forgot to mention the Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts. The Scouts are here, and uh, they are selling popcorn and stuff. I'm sure they'll be here tomorrow. We've got the the maze that you can enjoy. Uh, we have uh, some great specials on plants. We've got the moon balance, so the terror train you've heard rolling by throughout the show. So there's lots of stuff going on here at milburger's And I want you to go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com, to find out about the big event on the 26th and 27th. And you can donate blood. I can uh, hardly
2: wait for that.
1: I know. And then the food. I think, yeah, you're more excited about the hot dogs and the uh, popcorn and the roasted corn and all that. Oh, there you go. So uh, that's all. Go to millburgernursery.com. It's absolutely free. we got the calendars here as well and all kinds of fun stuff. See you tomorrow. Thanks for all doing a great job. This is 930 a.m. The Answer.